right, so this is the first of potentially many Grindworks podcasts. Um, I'm Andrew Vargason, AV, whatever you want to call me, I don't really care. Um, and this is James. We are doing more of a test than anything else at the moment. Um, kind of have like a makeshift little studio set up, have a list going of things that we definitely need to improve for a future podcast, maybe not the immediate next one, but, but some to come, and I think we'll be pretty good here. Uh, I guess the first order of business, other than introducing yourself, is to figure out how many zeros we need. We could do podcast one, but then, like, your numbering format changes. Yeah. And my thought is zero, zero, one. But we could do, like, zero, 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 one. And really annoy everyone. I just don't think it's necessary. Uh, yeah, no, I would not do that. <laughs> It's going to be more headache for you. The joke will be funny for, like, the first three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then I have to count how many zeros I typed. Yeah. But no, the reality is, I mean, if you're running up on 999 podcasts that you've done, that's a lot of podcasts. I don't think I'm up for that many podcasts. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it could just be, like, 1K, 1. <laughs> I mean, I know that's not how it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. But, um, I don't think it's an issue. No. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm James Usick. Uh, crashing here in this room currently. Uh, yeah, J- James is living out of my studio at the moment. Or office, or guest room. I guess it's all of the above. Yeah. But um, he's been living here with me kind of on and off. He travels for work. Thanks um, to yourself. Well, we don't need to. We don't need to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he's right. So uh, he started working at the company that I work for a couple of months ago travels for work, crashes here in the meantime uh, till he gets a, a place of residence full-time. Um, I also live here because this is my apartment, <laughs> but not in this room. No, don't let him lie to you. We cuddle. More than he cuddles with his wife. Maybe. <laughs> so, anyway, um, just trying to trying to figure this out, trying to figure out what we want to do with this podcast. Uh, my initial thoughts are to do like local rider interviews, uh, product spotlights if we have anything like that. Um, it, really anything. There's no goal in mind at the moment, which is kind of nice. I kind of missed my moment for the product spotlight. I was looking for something. Well, I mean, I've got a pile of them behind me. I moved them on purpose. Um, yeah, you might know 
obviously, the top of this podcast is branded as Grindworks. So this is at Grindworks underscore BMX on Instagram, Twitter. I believe that's the only ones where it's underscore. Oh, and Snapchat. Uh, then it's Grindworks BMX on Facebook, YouTube, and Mixer. So, watch us be bad at video games. You can watch us be bad at video games. Uh, I might start doing some of these live. Uh, right now, I don't really have a great setup for doing that. Uh, I'll probably try at some point, see how that goes. But as of right now, I don't plan on doing that. So, we'll see. Maybe YouTube live. That seems to be where everyone likes likes everything. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we can use underscore on SoundCloud or not, if I decide to put this on SoundCloud. <laughs> I mean, I know you were going for, like, the podcast SoundCloud aspect, but I just pictured you in full, like, SoundCloud rapper gear. <laughs> I mean, we could start doing the podcast with rainbow teeth, but I'd prefer not. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, this is not supposed to be about me per se. I thought so, you had to like, introduce yourself with the yeah. first one. A little I bit. mean, a little bit. So I, I guess you're right. So I, I did mention that I, uh, among my other friends, run Grindworks BMX. It's a small company based out of uh, where I'm from, Binghamton, New York, and where I'm living, which is right outside of Pittsburgh, PA. So we've got, you know, a little bit of area covered. We're about five and a half hours apart in a straight, you know, single shot, 300 miles or so. Uh, we make pegs. We have some t-shirts for sale occasionally. We once upon a time had a couple of hats for sale. <laughs> uh, stickers, pins, wax, bunch of stuff. Uh, again, I'll hit the socials at the end of this. Uh, I'll put up a little screen for you. Well, they were at the beginning, too. Just rewind. <laughs> and I already told you what they were, too. So we're all good. Yeah, I, um, That's how we met each other pretty... Well, no, we met at, uh, what was it, Legends of Binghamton Jam? Yeah. So, but, like, at how HGS we... At Skate Park. Yeah, which Derek's badass. I don't know if you want swearing on this. <laughs> I don't care. Name drops, too. Yeah. Um, Let's just name drop everyone we know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be really fun and really, really awkward for anyone to listen to. But, um, I mean, what was it? When I moved back up from Florida, what, two and a half years ago now? I think I... I think so. Because I, I knew you before we really, you moved away. Yeah, yeah. We knew each other, like, I, it was kind of like oh, we'd run into each other, we'd have a conversation or whatever, but it wasn't like, yeah. oh, let's, you know, hit each other. Well, I mean, if we were in the same area, which was very rarely, but, which, yep. you know. But uh, I came back up, and I think I just wanted to order pegs from you guys. I think was the I, first I think that out. might have been one of the things, but you were also just living closer. Yeah. Because before you were in Buffalo. Yeah. 
So like what, three and a half, four hours from Binghamton? Yeah. And then you were living about an hour and a half away. So like that right there. Yeah. You know, we were riding together a little bit. Other than the fact that the timeline doesn't add up there. Because I was down in Pittsburgh at that point. Yeah, you were. I think you reached out more for Cam and Sam. Because they're still up there. I honestly didn't even know. I don't really remember. From what I can remember, it was... I came back up from Florida and... I was just like, wow, this skate park has, or this town has a really boring skate park. I was living over by Mansfield, Pennsylvania, and uh, I was like, I need something to do, and I was a no-breaks, pegless kid for most of the 12 years I've been riding, and then all of a sudden I put on the back brake and four pegs that I got from you, and then not too long ago put the front brake on. Yep. And it's really weird. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's fun, yeah. Definitely, it's fun. I just need to put more pegs on things. I can do ice picks and curfew grinds, and that's about all I do. And feebles. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all we all do. It's just feebles. I mean, there's a whole podcast about feebles. That's a different group. Yeah. Unaffiliated. <laughs> Unaffiliated. Yeah. No. <laughs> they use plastic pegs, I heard. If they do, they're not grinding at all. Not to start throwing too many jabs out there at, at all you guys that are probably just going to be the only people that listen to this. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, these guys suck. And we do, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just... I wanted to get some pegs off you and then you guys had shirts at the time too i think my first order was like four pegs and two shirts or something like that i could look this up we probably could i could but it's really not relevant to the podcast yeah and then <laughs> what was it the that summer you were having the jam going on and i was working a seasonal job so i had time off and i was like i'll come up and help and that's pretty much when we started hanging out more yeah, i think you're right on that one yeah, because you've helped out two years running with that that Binghamton Jam. Yeah. Big help there, getting all that done. Got me out of the house and kept me from losing my mind in a tiny middle of nowhere town. <laughs> yeah. So, but now you're uh, in the process and or living down here. Or homeless, depending on your definition. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, been down in Pittsburgh for what? Is it three months or is it four months now? Uh, late August is when I came down. So it's December now. So yeah. 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 So about three-ish. Yeah. But Just I Just mean, over. With how much I've been working, it's been like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. You've been in Pittsburgh for two weeks. Um, I've, I've been down here for a little under four and a half years maybe exactly four and a half years uh moved down from just outside of Binghamton New York as I said earlier and live in Monroeville Pennsylvania right now uh have a one-year-old baby a wife and a sweet job other than grindwork so that's cool too but 
Yeah. So back to you. Um, after you got down here, you obviously started the job. That's been going well. Yeah. Get to travel around, and they let me bring the bike. Well, when I'm not with the busted spleen, which we'll probably end up getting to that at some point. But uh, they didn't say anything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just can't ride now. Kind of lame for yeah. the next three months. But uh, yeah, they let me bring the bike and everything. So on weekends or after work, I can go ride and check out new places. Been to Florida, South Dakota, multiple different places in Ohio, and anywhere else in between. Pretty much, yeah. So it's been fun. I go down to Atlanta-ish area tomorrow, maybe if the truck gets out of the shop. It's a different story. <laughs> sometime this week. Yeah, sometime. Probably further into the future than when. It, well, obviously the future from now, because that's ridiculous. But uh, he will be long gone by the time you get get to watch or listen to this. Ideally. Unless just catastrophe strikes. I'll be cringing in the hotel room. He'll probably be playing and streaming video games. Yeah, actually that's fair. Yeah. Maybe not streaming. You haven't really gotten set up on that. Buy a webcam while I'm out. Do it from the hotel room. I mean, I debatably have two right here. True. <laughs> but, I mean, you use one, so... Or both of them, so... I do use both, as this... It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Traveling all over the place, getting to bring the bike, that's all cool. Uh, what do you think of the Pittsburgh scene so far? I mean, it's really hard to argue with the, first of all, the amount of skate parks that are, like, top tier, like, real good parks. You got Boys Imperial, uh, I mean, Wheel Mill, if you're into the dirt jumping thing. Uh, if you can call I it dirt I was going to say, I mean, you kind of have to name drop them, because I'm wearing a shirt, too. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, shout out Wheel Mill. Yeah, uh, they're awesome. Get a monthly pass or a six-month pass. It's way worth it that way. Yep. But, um... I mean, there's so many or don't and just come visit. Yeah. Uh, so many good parks, and then of course with those parks come just a level of riding that everyone, for the most part, seems to be on. Like all the locals around here are always pushing each other and always one step ahead of each other in a good way. Like you always are. Like it's always a friendly competition, and everyone's rad too. I don't think I've met more than maybe one or two people that kind of gave me sort of weird vibes and that's only because I haven't gotten to know them. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I mean, no no offense to anyone and I, d- I don't know specifically who you might even be talking about. You probably don't even know who you're talking about name-wise. Yeah. But um, it is such a big scene that with that, there's people that never leave certain skate parks or certain areas in the town so they don't always get to see a bunch of different people too yeah so having that huge diverse scene in a bunch of different skate parks you can almost end up with clicks yeah so um i mean i haven't seen too much of that a couple of spots a couple of people 
no real big deal yeah, on no. my end. I think it's more just people are... Because a lot of my writing recently has been at the Wheel Mill, and Wheel Mill is uh, a touristy place, almost. You know, I just had friends from Buffalo come down two weeks ago. So you have people coming all over. If you're a new face around there, they're not really going to initiate a conversation with you or anything because they're just like, oh, you might be here tomorrow. You might not ever see him again. So mm-hmm. it's... They, they have no obligation to be friendly, I guess, is what... Or, like... Not, I wouldn't say friendly, but yeah. obligation to really put themselves out there and out of their comfort zone or whatever. I think that happens at almost every big skate park. Yeah. Primarily indoors. Yeah. Because it is. It's, there's a very tight-knit local scene that's there all the time. And there's the people that you're like, who is this person? Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people have been... It's very easy to get into the scene as long... I don't even want to say as long as you know someone. Because everyone is pretty open yeah. to, to people. I think that being a touristy park helps in that regard that you know, you're know you used to seeing people. It's not like, who's this clown showing up at our park? Yeah, and like uh, last time I was there, too, there was this uh, kind of older guy who was... <laughs> <laughs> who he was on a BMX bike and he said he was from like the state college area or something like that. I had no clue who the dude was at all and like he just came up to me and we started a conversation. We stood outside talking for a half hour. And if not longer than that. And it's like you you do have that like everyone's just open and everything like that too. It's I don't want to make it seem like Yeah, I don't think you are. Okay. Um I know what you're you're getting at and that's it's weird because there's probably someone that may or may not watch this that might be like, well, he's totally talking about me. And maybe. It's probably you. <laughs> I don't know if any names around here. If the shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> I don't know any names around here. I've been making memes with people's faces. I don't even know their names. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. Um... Yeah, so you mentioned you had a spleen issue. What's up with that? Uh, well, I'll just kind of quote you. Don't ride other people's bikes, is number one. Uh, number two, take more than like four runs on something that's completely different to you. I was on a 24-inch dirt jumper that my friend brought from Buffalo, and I was doing great having fun time because I don't know they look fun and I thought maybe one day I might want to get one and then I cased the second hip in the big jump line at the wheel mill and just got bucked and my like shoulder landed on the up ramp for like that step up wall ride Mm -hmm. thing so I like flew past the landing pretty much past all the concrete yeah that's pretty impressive (laughs) There's, there's a lot of distance to cover there. And, yeah, I just landed on my side, and uh, everything rocked. And not like a, oh, I got punched in the gut, and it was like kind of like a wobbly, sick feeling. It felt like everything in my stomach just got stabbed from, like, 18 different directions. And, uh, I mean, I lacerated my spleen in the past six years ago, almost on the T, actually. But, um... Yeah, what was it? Just like a 
couple of days apart. Yeah, pretty much. <coughs> Which that sucks too. But um Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I kind of had a feeling that that's what happened and I waited like 15 minutes and kind of forced myself to do a little side jiggle and I felt swishing. I'm like, no, I'm going to the hospital. And uh, my friends from Buffalo, they were kind enough to drive me over to the hospital. One took my car and drove me over, and then the others came in the van, and they hung out with me until, like, midnight. And then I got transferred to a different hospital. They took my car over to the different hospital and then left for Buffalo, which was, like, a three-and-a-half, four-hour drive. So that was really awesome of them. Any name drops? Kevin Zuba and Zach Smith, Luke Pesnick. He called himself Puke. Uh, okay. Well, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you're going to help out a friend any way you can, but, you know, really taking his car there is kind of above and beyond what needed to be done. Luke left a $20 bill in my passenger seat, too, for getting out of the parking garage. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That was, I mean, that, I only needed five, but, like, I'm definitely going to take that man out to lunch and <laughs> buy him a drink and... Maybe touch him inappropriately. <laughs> um, so, last time you're gonna do that? No. I mean, they didn't take it out. Yeah, no, they uh, took this long tube that came in a wrapper, probably about four feet long, and it was bent over. I don't know if it went all the way back, but. It was a pretty long tube, and they went into my groin, numbed me, but I was awake, went into my groin, fished it up an artery up to my splenic artery, splenic, I don't know, the artery there, and dropped two little plugs to keep separate a artery, the artery that burst had started to heal around a vein, and they noticed it three days later. So... The issue there is if the wall breaks in between the two, then you're going to flood your vein. It's going to explode. And by the time you know something's wrong, it's too late, is how they described it to me. So they're like, we're going to put this in there and just hope that it doesn't burst. It's like two plugs, which I don't really know how that helps at all, but it helps. Medical hope is kind of a funny term but they did call it experimental yeah they did they actually offered it to me right off the bat they're like we have this experimental thing you can be part of a study and everything and i'm like well in my particular instance will it help me at all and the guy flat out told me no and i'm like okay then no yeah and then it ended up needing it and I'm like what the hell is that guy talking That's about you can see my own screen better than I can. Am I centered on this, or did yeah. I move the yeah, camera? You're good. Okay, cool. Um, well, I mean that's that's good that you're on the mend. They said three to six months or whatever, no riding. Pretty strict about it. So uh, I was out yesterday with some friends, and it felt weird having someone staying at my house that also rides. And being out riding without them. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, there's there's never any hard feelings in a situation like that. Because there can't be. Yeah. We've all been there. 
everyone's going to get broke off at some point. Like, especially if you're trying to, I mean, I was just goofing around. Don't get complacent and whatnot, because that's when you're going to get bucked. That's how it happened to me last time, too. I'm not a dirt jumper, but got complacent with my no-handers, which is almost why I don't do them anymore, and took a handlebar up underneath the rib cage. So, mm-hmm. you just, you always got to be on your game, but obviously that's not going to be the case, so you're going to take it. It's going to happen. You just got to let it in, heal and keep going. Yep. Um, man, that's just a rough situation all around there. So, uh, moving forward, I know you, you're leaving town, you said, so after you leave town, uh, will you be back for the holidays at all, and if so, do you have any any plans there? Yeah, I think I'll be back the 15th or 18th. There's one customer that we have that just hasn't gotten back to us yet, which seems to be a trend around the holiday season. You know, things get in the way. But um, Yeah, and people take time off work, and yeah. Who, who really knows, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I should be back, and then I don't really have any plans other than I'll go visit the parents at some point. They're babysitting my cat until I get a place, so. So you'll be, uh, hanging out, watching people ride at the wheel mill? Uh, probably at some point I probably will go over there I'll and just Pick hang. up a camera or something? Yeah. Get into photos or or whatever you want to do. I actually used to have a decent camera, and if you go through my Facebook, there's a bunch of terrible shots that I took when I was, like, 14 <laughs> with a fisheye that wasn't zoomed in to, like, get rid of the fisheye. So it looked like every early 2000s yeah. video and photo that was ever taken. Or yeah, that's ex- and that's what I was going for, but now looking back on it it's like why was i going for that so well i mean with any media platform or or anything even as soon as you do something you know next week you might look back and be like uh not as good as it could have been or totally different art direction that that you'd want to go like uh i fully anticipate this not being what we want it to be or not being what I want it to be and having to kind of make tweaks Um, we've broken the fourth wall a lot in this Yeah. but I think it's okay Uh, I'm looking straight at you right now and I think it's fine I mean it's a podcast it's not like it's a scripted movie I'm not yeah but I mean like it just feels funny to address the podcast itself yeah, because there's right now there's no one there. Right now we are talking there is to no who there. we think might eventually watch this, um, and including ourselves because we're going to end up watching this at some point. I'm going to have to editing. watch this whole thing and make sure that it flows well. Yeah, and it's you know having already been a part of this conversation, it's probably going to be kind of painful. Yeah, I'm probably going to want to just delete it and not post it, but I know better then, than that. Or could just save it do another one and then as sometime down the line just be like look at our first one and just kind of goof off and laugh at it i mean you gotta just start with something and it feels kind of weird on my end you know i i had a list of people that i've 
mentioned wanting to do this podcast too. Yeah. And, you know, they've expressed some mild interest in actually participating themselves. And then kind of the discussion of, like, the, you know, interviews with local Pittsburgh scene and whatnot. It feels kind of funny doing it with someone that's not local here. Yeah. But maybe it's fitting, because technically I'm not either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense. And I almost feel like that it kind of gives at least the, the Pittsburgh, actual Pittsburgh scene, a different perspective. Because, I mean, they grew up with these parks and everything. They could, I've actually heard a couple people be like, oh, the parks around here are so lame, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, have you ever traveled or have lived you, anywhere Have you ever else? been to Corning, New York? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that place has a phenomenal pyramid and quarters. That, and by quarters, that's your transition right there. Quarters, I mean, like a 50-degree bank with nothing at the bottom of it. And there's like a six-inch deck. Yeah. You can overstall the banks that are called quarters. Yeah. It's very confusing. And the a only... four-sided pyramid of doom. <laughs> and then there's two awesome flat ledges that someone put coping on that kind of ruin those awesome flat ledges. And then there's those two, like... I mean, they're better for, like, skateboard stalls and everything. Yeah, but they're two the random quarter quarters. pipes. They're, they're actual quarter pipes. Like, they're actual, but they're, like, two and a half feet tall with, like, a nine-inch radius. Or nine-foot radius. I'm just like... Mm. Yeah, they're extremely mellow. Uh, I don't know if you ever rode that park when they had some prefab ramps down no. there. So Corning had a separate park over at the old police station, or at the current police station, maybe. But there's an ice rink there. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a park right next to it. I've heard stories. I've never written it. I think I've seen so one video. So when that park was getting torn down, they moved the remaining ramps over to the little ghetto You know where they are park. now? They all fell apart. No, they're actually... Are they still around? They're still around. They're sitting in one of the police or it's some city official parking lot basically behind a barbed wire fence man they were just like the last time i rode them they were scary (laughs) yeah i um i forget who told me that i think it was like mike or something like that but some kid who grew up in the area i think he moved closer to where sam is in elmira yeah but um yeah he just he told me that, and I rolled over, and I saw him, and yeah, they're just kind of folded on top of each other, like they look like they were trying mm. to load him into a trailer. Cool. Well, I highly doubt they'll ever get resurfaced and put back there. Yeah, no. But, yeah, if you're ever complaining about your local park, go check out Corning someday. And then there's one in Elmira, like... 10, 15 minutes down the road. It's really not much better. It's a, it's a lot better, but it's yeah. really bad. Here, I'm going to actually look up what the street address for this Corning Park is and then tell these people where to look on <laughs> Street View. It's just like, yeah. it's well, that bad. If, if I knew what we were talking about here, I could have pulled it up and just overlaid it. I could still technically do it for the YouTube video. Uh, so it's right off of East Market Street by the Rite Aid. Uh, what's the other one? Conhocton Street. So look near, actually here, 
Canisteo. What's the park name? It just says Corning Skate Park. The actual park name is Denison Park. Yeah, Denison Park, Corning, New York. There we go. Best skate park you'll ever ride. <laughs> totally. There is a weird little, like, four-foot DIY flat rail that cuts across a grass gap. Although, if you go to, there's a bike shop right near there. I don't know if you've been there recently, but they have mid-school gold there. Like, old sun wheels, 44-tooth sprockets from every <laughs> brand you can think of. Nice. Like, new old stock FBM parts. Like, they have just mid... Kevin Zuba went there, and he's got a BMX museum pretty much in his backyard. And he spent a lot. <laughs> <laughs> He got a lot. We both had backpacks, and they were both full with stuff for him. <laughs> There's a bike shop in New Milford, Pennsylvania, as well, and that's that's out closer to Binghamton. But I've been in there a couple of times, and they've got like an original AOD, yeah, up for sale, and like that thing's cool and all, but they still want full original market value for it. Oh, yeah, that's And weird. you're like, the right person might still buy it, but yeah, for the average collector, they're not moving that thing. No. They're going to hold on to it forever. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. But I've picked up, I've picked up some awesome deals there at the same time. We stopped in there one day. Uh, we were on our way back maybe from Bethlehem Skate Plaza. Okay, yeah. And we just stopped in, kind of just, whatever. And the dude had, he had just taken in a Sunday on a trade for a mountain bike. Someone, want, this dude wanted a mountain bike, traded in his Sunday custom hmm. Ian Schwartz frame with a bunch of other stuff on it. And they're like, uh, we don't have to clean this up and replace the spoke in the wheel that's missing and whatever we'll let it go and I don't remember what, what we paid for that thing but I think it was in the order of like 170 bucks it's crazy <laughs> with, with Odyssey cassette and all that type of stuff on it so that was like my buddy was riding a complete cult at that point and we're like look at man if you don't buy this we're going to and we're going to part it out and like it's totally worth the pickup yeah and he did end up buying it. He's like, I spend money every time I'm with you guys. <laughs> wow. Shout out to Rob Pinkerton on that one. <laughs> He'll remember exactly what I'm talking about. Man, that, it's so weird to me that bike shops like that. Like I understand BMX, for most places, is such a small subculture, especially in like the kind of area that you were talking about, or like in Corning. Mm -hmm. It's such a small subculture that it's almost not worth learning about for a bike shop. Like, oh, you guys yeah. want this? Okay. But... When it evolves you quickly. Yeah. You know, by the time a bike shop catches wind of and orders in the newest custom limited colorway... Everyone's either already ordered it on uh, Dan's or Albie's or Empire or whatever their favorite mail order is other than that. I guess I should name drop Ace BMX too since they're from Binghamton. Oh, 
Yeah, I forgot that even existed. I think most people do. <laughs> but they do exist. They, in fact, have a, a regular brick-and-mortar shop still, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, by the time they get that stuff in, everyone's already ordered it. And then, you know, the companies are already on their next... They've already placed the orders for the next limited colorway. Yeah. So by the time it even lands at the shop's door, it's already old. Old news. Yeah. And, you know, certain companies' products sells either way. Um, other companies just... You get stuck with it. Yeah. So... You know, it's really difficult for the shops to pick up those trends, and they don't want to. Yeah, because there's no real money in it. I mean, like you said, everyone's ordering ordering online or knows somebody who works for a distro or this or that or whatever. And really, the only people that you're bringing in the door with that limited colorway is the 8-year-old kid who just got into it because he saw some YouTuber and his soccer mom is... It pulls up in the minivan and it's just like, oh, my son wants this because this guy rides it, blah, blah, blah. And that's all they're selling it to. Like, you mm-hmm. get like, what, three, four of those a month? So. Depending on what the thing is, yeah. But you also run into the situation where, like, you're not even replacing stuff because it needs to be replaced. You're replacing stuff because the next colorway came out. Yeah, and then it just has overstock, which floods the market with those kids selling it on Craigslist and everything, and then there's no point to have the bike shop anymore. Well, it also does another thing for the product life cycle. Yeah. You can make your stuff weaker. Yeah. Or, you know, if you if it's never going to be on a bike for more than six months because the next color is going to come out and you know people are going to buy it and change it out anyway then your stuff doesn't have to be built the last two years. And, I mean, that's also crazy to me, too, because I know people who are, like, just as skilled riders as we, if not better than we are, and they change their frames out every six months just because there might not even be a crack or anything like that. And it almost blows my mind because you've been in this for how many years? You understand. My bike's, like, four years old now. Mm -hmm. Everything on it. Besides the pedals. Four years old now. So, like, I just don't understand where... Um, I do a little bit. I mean, I've got... I have a whole bike sitting behind me with every single part on it, and that's not my current bike. Yeah. But everything on that bike has been trashed. Yeah. You know, there's salvageable parts, but you're in that case, like, why inherit all the problems this bike had? Yeah. So I took a new build, and then I've got parts to throw on it if something else breaks or, or whatever. So I mean, there's there's value in replacing parts ahead of time. Well, I can understand but, that, but the people but, I'm thinking about, uh, well. They're doing frames, just straight frame. They'll keep all the other parts, and it's yeah. just like frame every six months. And it's like, why? What are you doing to that bike to possibly need to replace your frame every six months? Um, 
Well, I know uh, one person is our buddy Tyler. He's always, you know, anytime something starts to get dented or anything, it just sketches him out. Yeah. So he'll replace his frame just because he dented it. Um, whereas in my world, I'm like, sick, let's dent it more. Yeah, let's bash it on everything. It's, a, it's already got a sweet dent there. Now i got to figure out how to land in that dent and use that dent. Yeah, do like a little soap shoe grind with the dent. Yeah. But, you know, he's always on that mentality that just be ahead of the curve. Yeah. You don't want to get broke off from something stupid like that. I can understand with dents. I just, I guess I don't do enough street stuff. But he also, like, on the frame he's, I I think he just got a new one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, But the frame he was riding was cracking around the seat post. (laughs) It's just kind of a poorly designed junction. As soon as you start tightening it, it propagates cracks around it. Okay. Which will eventually lead into the chain or the seat stay welds so there's a light concern there but that's not like the crack hadn't propagated you know it was coming around but it wasn't in the seat stay but you know i've also been in the situation where when your bike's not comfortable your bike's not comfortable anymore yeah and if you're not having it then nothing you do feels good yeah and you can just get super burned out and bummed on everything yeah i can see that i guess i just don't do enough street stuff or haven't in the past at least until semi-recently good i just feel like i don't do enough to like quite wrap my head around it yet like i'm usually a jump boy i'm usually just trying to gap stuff or whatever do tabletops and turn down so i i can see where for me it's like well, i barely ever dent my frame i think the only dents i have in my frame are for on the uh chainstay from doing feebles <laughs> probably um so we, i mean we talked about a little bit of your past we talked about what you're doing now uh talked about kind of the next month or so uh what are your long-term plans um i guess riding and otherwise anything you're trying to do specifically any projects you're working on stuff like that i mean i'm probably going to push riding off until spring just to be safe as much as it sucks i might do some light riding like just jumping stuff or you know just kind of taking it easy and trying to be smooth after the three month point the baby but, um, jumps yeah well no, the baby jumps are harder than the bigger ones yeah but you don't fall as far yeah that's true <laughs> but um i mean i'm gonna at least do that for a little bit get back into it um there's that capital crew video that i know grindworks andy and everyone with grindworks is uh, working on um, I'm pretty sure Keystone is working on it too. Mm-hmm. I think we all talked about the. There's, isn't there like another crew from Pittsburgh doing it? Um, yeah, there's there's a couple of. I know uh, BMX as fuck signed up for it. Keystone signed up for it. 
we are signed up for it. And there were some other people talking about it, but I haven't seen them added to any of the lists. Any of the listings. So yeah. I don't know if they're still planning on it. Well, um, I know we talked about some plans with that, just loose ideas, maybe friend yeah. sections in each other's thing, just to, if one of us were to win, then we all kind of some way. Yeah, a I mean, little bit are a part it's all of the it. Pittsburgh scene. Yeah, it's all Pittsburgh stuff. You got to show that we all. It's not like we're rivals or anything like that. But um. But we totally are. Totally. I mean, when it comes down to it. Um. But. <laughs> the back room at the wheel mill is like a Royal Rumble pit. Yeah. Usually, with like three people in there vaping. What? That doesn't happen. <laughs> But, um, I mean, that's coming up. I know you want to do a DVD. And we were talking about doing a weird DVD with Kevin. Get some oh, weird tricks in there. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> do some weird freestyle, freestyle tricks. Um, I mean, that's really all I have planned when it comes to writing. We'll see how the healing goes because I want to if I'm doing something for an actual video part for once I want to go hard mm -hmm. but can I is the question so I think you're going to be slow for probably the next year realistically yeah um, that video project the deadline is like I know they're doing the jam somewhere around 420 of 2020 of course so there's lots of 20s in there. But that should be when the jam is down in St. Louis and also the, the video premiere party and all the crews doing their, their thing. So that should be a really good time. If you have a crew and you haven't signed up for that, uh, I can put some links up or whatever. But it's Capital Crew. If you search that on Instagram, their page will come up. They should have the link in their profile there. So uh, they're also, I know they're planning right now their next street jam for April of 2019, which will be their third jam, Capital Lou 3. Uh, so there's that. But anyway, where I was going with that is that video doesn't have to be done till April of 2020. Yeah. So as long as we're, you know, 90, 95% of the way with all the overall editing and stuff to add clips for one person and finish out a part, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I, I'm just hoping I, you know, can manage to not get broke off again before that happens. Mm -hmm. But, um... I mean, besides that, it's just, I plan on just working, traveling with the bike as much as I can. If I know it's going to be a longer trip where I have a couple weekends off, I might try to do some stuff with YouTube or something like that. I'm not really sure. I don't like the talking straight to the camera. When you're ed looking back through this, it's probably been like four times. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think it's just going to be more of, like, all right, I'm here on this trip. 
here's stuff that I do. Yeah. So, might try to do some of that again once I get healed up, but, um, that's about really all. I know, I've, I know I've made some, like, very direct to the camera, uh, probably a lot more than you have during this, but it's also because we are trying to start a podcast here. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure you'll be a more than one time guest on this since you are currently crashing here. Yeah. Uh, on and off. Maybe we'll do another, you know, episode two or maybe I'll get get really super motivated on this and, and get a couple people in here before you're even back. Yeah. From your trip, but I'm sure we'll touch base again after that and you get another doctor's appointment in and you'll have a little bit more insight into what your real healing path is going to look like too yeah yeah i mean i i did this back when i was 17 it wasn't as bad i didn't have to have a procedure they just kind of watched me for four days and i mean they just same kind of thing 15 pound weight restriction for back then it was six weeks this time it's only two weeks so that's kind of weird to me heal time was again three or it was 10 weeks so almost three months i mean it's going to be the same i'm going to be sore and tight i'll probably feel decent enough to ride after the second month Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to because i'm smarter than that now maybe 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 um you gonna live in my apartment forever no no, uh, Tyler, the guy we were talking about, he just got himself a place. So I'll be running off of him, and uh, I'm gonna try to talk him into making a backyard ramp and try to get a setup like this kind of going down in the game room. Maybe I'll start doing some stuff. Yeah, formal studio. Yeah. Instead of ghetto studio. Yeah, I mean, it really wouldn't be ghetto studio if I wasn't living in here. That's debatable. <laughs> really depends if I want to permanently fix things down and correct the lighting issues that there'll probably be like a couple of comments about and I'm going to take a guess that some of our audio isn't going to be perfect. Uh, I've adjusted myself a couple of times, gotten close to the mic further away. Um, I haven't been doing any of that. I know, you're keeping your distance so you might be quieter than me. I don't know. Um, I mean, we we did a couple of test runs on this, and it sounded pretty good. Yeah, I was sounding a little louder in in those ones, but I mean... I'm speaking up now and trying to be less mumbly. Yeah. Because it's only working a little bit. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping to uh, do some stuff, have my life together. (laughs) For once. Actually have a bed. (laughs) having a bed something that most people are like yeah I have no (laughs) never couches for life (laughs) never had a bed but it's like it almost seems preposterous (laughs) that you've never had a bed (laughs) I don't know what to say (laughs) wake up to my dad watching Jerry Springer at like 2pm when I was (laughs) Like, 16, (laughs) sleeping on the couch. It's just wild. Hey, man. I don't know. I mean, I guess that kind of conditioned me for the travel life that 
I mean, even before I started this job, I had traveled a bunch. So with Jack Hart, Jay, and all those guys. So from Buffalo, Dylan Pierce, Alex Pierce, different spelling of Pierce. But yeah. I mean, since I started working, it's pretty much let's ride everywhere. It's a weekend. I'm not doing my homework. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I get the travel thing. It still just seems kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's cool. Um, I mean, you'll be pretty stoked when you have your own bed. Yeah. Like, I love going home to my bed. Even when we go uh, up and visit family up in Binghamton, when we come back, getting in your own bed is amazing. I mean, I kind of had that for a little bit rolling there earlier this year. Yeah, with your futon there. But. Yeah. But. Alright, well, we'll call this a wrap on this one. Uh, it got weird. I don't know how long we've even been filming for. Watch, we never hit record. That'd be amazing <laughs> if we never started recording. I'd love it if we never started recording. Uh, no, we've been recording for about 53 minutes right now. Oh, we said an hour, so yeah. that's kind of perfect. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like it's been an hour, but we've talked a lot about a lot of things. Um, you know, some things have been kind of floating around, not being addressed, <laughs> and uh, maybe we won't address them. No. So, <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out Grindworks underscore bmx on instagram twitter snapchat grindworks bmx on facebook mixer and youtube uh then also check out uh at james usick yeah uh y-u-s-c-z-y-k no i was gonna say just punch the keyboard (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of consonants not many vowels it doesn't make any sense yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, but you could follow my personal Instagram as well, which is at Andrew underscore Vargason. Uh, if you like pictures of my face in weird manners or pictures of children, which is just creepy, you weirdo, uh, you can check that out too. <laughs> Do we trust telling them about face, Tyler? I mean, if you want to look at our friend Tyler's face in natural form and unnatural form, sure, check out at face Tyler. But, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to, to plug on my end at the moment. Um, and, I mean, you shouted out all your homies earlier, so. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's uh, at M-I-S-C Kevin. Uh, he does some weird tricks. That's on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think anyone else has an Instagram. Actually, Puke has one. Puke Lasnik. P-U-K-E underscore L-A-S-K-I or N-I-K. Uh, and yeah, that's it because Zach doesn't have an Instagram. He doesn't exist. 
Is he even real? No. He's just a figment of my imagination. All that blood loss. I don't yeah. know. Hallucinations. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode one. Uh, feel free to zero, zero, give zero, us zero, some zero. comments on how many zeros we should have. Uh, our lighting situation, because I know it's not terrible, but James has an awful bright white situation going on and if we didn't put that air mattress up behind him to look like a real wall uh, he would be completely black right now and it, it was pretty bad no, no it's, it's not doing it now wow it now. Yeah. of course we spent like a half hour messing with uh, that it might not adjust when we're recording oh that might be the secret it might sure. be the secret. You just switch. So, go. good to know, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, audio comments, video comments, lighting, um, backdrop, appearance, too many logos. Yeah. Anything else that might be bothering you? Uh, just let us know. So, alright, signing off. Thanks, guys.